Welcome to the Hot Mama Movement, a podcast for you, the empowered woman who wants more with her life, wants to realize what is possible, wants to grow as a person, and truly start living. I'm your host, Tatiana Amico, mom of two, certified health coach, successful entrepreneur, and business mentor, and I love helping women bring out that badass, unstoppable woman inside them waiting to come out. I've worked with hundreds of women and helped them realize the importance of taking care of themselves, their worth, their desires, and create some incredible change. If you're ready to stop feeling stuck and instead want to start living a healthy, confident, fulfilling, abundant life, then this is for you. Let's do this. Welcome to episode number 39. And in this episode, I interview one of my ladies, Sarah who has been working with me since October of 2017. (laughs) And I've seen her just kick in some major booty, complete life transformation, which is the coolest thing to be witness of, be a part of. It's really, really cool. So she gets pretty vulnerable in this episode. So it's probably going to hit your heartstrings in various ways, but also inspire you to see what is possible when you really begin to take care of yourself and when you surround yourself with others that have decided to level up their lives. That is why my group is called the Level Up Ladies, because this is way more than nutrition and fitness. However, she did realize that she needed to take control of her health and just seeing how much that that has affected so many areas of her life, like her marriage, her relationship with her kids, her showing up for her business, her showing up with other people, with friends, like seeing women differently is just really, really cool. And there are so many parts to it that I can relate to as well. So definitely listen for that. And then also a reminder that my Level Up Ladies, the group coaching program, we are beginning going hard July 16th. You definitely want to get in before that to get you know settled and in and ready to go. And then as a reminder that I also offer one-on-one coaching, I will create something just for you. So all you need to do is reach out to me, email me at tatiana.amico at gmail.com to get started. I'll have you fill out a form so I could see what you're needing and we will go from there. Again, note that this is for women that realize the importance of one, taking care of themselves, making themselves a priority, seeing the importance of accountability and support, of having someone that wants you to succeed, that wants to see you grow, that wants to help you grow. You know, the importance of having someone that's going to push you, not enable you, someone that is going to challenge you, someone that is going to love on you, support you, having a community that does that too if you join the group coaching just really sees the importance of all of this. This is not just some meal plan that you get, some like workout that you get. It's so much more than that because I want to see you grow and transform just like you will see how Sarah has. So definitely listen, see what it's like to be a part of my coaching and my community. See if this is something for you. Again, send me an email to fill out a form and I will be in contact with you to chat And let's do this thing, girl, because you deserve to be truly, truly, truly living your life. The sad thing is most people are not, and you deserve better than that, all right? So with that, my girl, Sarah. (laughs) Hey, so we're laughing because I'm on with Sarah Jahimiak, and I had no idea how to say her last name. And when I asked it, she told me, I was like, no, you're lying. (laughs) 
<laughs> You'll see. Now I need to know if other people feel me on this. So when you see how her last name is spelled, like, or am I just cuckoo pants? I have no idea. <laughs> I get all sorts of different pronunciations. And sometimes people will try it. And sometimes, you know, if I'm calling somewhere, they're like, can I just call you Sarah? I'm like, yeah, don't. It's okay. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm not alone because I was <laughs> I was way off. Okay. So I'm glad I asked you before saying anything. Well, anyway. there, there was a time it was the same way with my husband. I'm like, what does that say? Stop. That is so funny. And now it's your last name. That's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I am on with Sarah and she is actually one of my incredible incredible level up ladies. And this girl has just freaking transformed before my eyes and it has been the coolest thing to see. I love seeing this and I'm excited for her to share her story with you. Before we get started, Sarah, can you just share? So yes, you know, I had my other podcast episode come out, episode 38. So definitely go listen to that about identity and language. What's your new identity? Oh, I have to look at it. It is, I am a strong, badass, sexy, confident, successful, abundant goddess. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I shared that with my husband last night when we went out for a date night. And I'm like, I'm telling him, you know, I'm like, okay, so we had to come up with a statement. This is what came up with, like reading it. He's looking and he's like, yeah. Yeah. It was probably like, uh, damn girl, let's go to the bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let's go out to the car really quick. (laughs) But seriously, when a woman like owns it and rocks it and is confident, like confidence is the sexiest thing ever, ever. We were just talking about this today. He's like, are you going to talk about that on the podcast? I'm like, maybe if we talk about it, I'm like, absolutely. Like, I definitely feel way more sexy. Like I bought a two-piece bathing suit today. I have not worn a two-piece bathing suit since I was like 18 months old. So okay. And she posted this picture in our group and I was like, holy, literally, I just wrote the first thing that came to my mind and it was holy shit. Like just rocking it. The strength that I see in you, the strength in her body. And we're going to get into her story, but just like seeing the strength the work that you have put into this, it's just so freaking cool. And to just rock the shit out of a two piece with how many kids do you have? I have three kids. Yeah. So, and I'm not even talking like the physical side of it, but just to say, yeah, yeah, I'm a mom and yep, I can rock a bikini. I can rock a freaking bikini. Yes. Own it. (laughs) Yes. Can I ask really quick? So how do you feel, though, that your identity was before joining? My identity was, well, I would say that I didn't have one. My entire life was always like centered around taking care of somebody else. My dad worked a lot when I was little. So my mom, you know, she worked, too. So when she was out working, I was home taking care of my little brother And I left home when I was 17 and got pregnant when I was 19. So my whole life, I was just always taking care of somebody else first, somebody's needs. So just no identity, really. It was just kind of whatever other people liked or wanted to do because it was so wrapped around them. So no identity, I guess. I hear that a lot and I see that a lot, especially, yeah, with mothers, mm-hmm. just kind of adapting to everyone else's needs and 
forgetting who they are and what they're here for and their dreams and their desires and their lives and their health and everything else. So I have to give you props for the fact that you felt that way for such a young age and then you made a decision to change that and now you are that new identity that you have created. And it's so cool to see. So you shared a little bit about yourself, but do you want to share some more about you? Sure. Well, I have three kids, Evan, who is 14, Marley, who is seven, and Brendan, who is three. And I am married to my husband, Robert. We've been married like four years, but we've known each other for about 10 years. He is stepdad to my two oldest. He has seen me through an abusive relationship that was looking back on it now. It was one of the biggest lessons of my life that I am now grateful that I lived through it. It really made me a big part of who I am today. And it made me a lot stronger when I took the time to actually sit down and look at those things and it made me a more forgiving person because I had to, you know, learn how to forgive that person, but not say those things were okay, but to forgive that person so that I could not carry that anymore. And, you know, that's not easy for any human being to do. And this is somebody that I still see because, you know, there's visitation. And so, you know, sometimes it's not easy to still have to face that and still have to work through that when you're like feeling triggered and things like that. But you know, my husband is so amazing because he deals with me when I'm feeling those ways. And we work really hard to make our blended family work. We said today, we're like, we are stuck with each other until we're super old and gray. And, you know, I'm going to make it work because we just don't want to be with anybody else. So, I love you know, it's, yeah. And then, you know, it's interesting because people don't know that our family is a blended family unless they really know me like my really close friends and know like my family dynamic but you know just acquaintances and stuff like they would never know because we make our life just as drama free as possible and that's you know one of my mantras especially with my children because I don't want them to have too many negative side effects based on choices that I made in my life or situations that were out of their control you know, I don't want them to grow up and have a ton of issues. And I felt that way before. And now, especially now that I'm more awoke to my past things and stuff, and I'm more aware with my kids now. Yeah. And I give you so much credit for saying what you said about this stuff happened, but you've learned so much from it. Mm -hmm. Right. So turning really shitty stuff into man, like I've learned this, this, and that. I've grown because of it. I'm who I am because of it. When you are able to see things in that way, it's for me personally, I don't know about you, but it just brings so much peace into my heart, into my soul. Mm -hmm. it, makes, mm -hmm. it makes the shit a lot easier to work through, to deal with all of that. So I mean, mm -hmm. so much, so much props for that. Well, and for me, like when I see my ex, now I feel compassion because I see how how sick he is and how he's just choosing not to get better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see that and it's just like there might be a day where you're like, oh, you know, maybe today I'm just what is my why? You know, yeah. you're just like not feeling it today. And then like he'll come here 
And I'll see him and I'm like, that's why, because (laughs) I do not want to look like that. (laughs) You know, like you don't want to compare, but you're like, this is why I take care of myself because I want to be there for my kids. (laughs) Like, why would you not want to take care of yourself? I guess it's just, I'm going to be real with you. So when I listened to the book, Judgment Detox, that was a huge thing for me is Mm -hmm. being able to give compassion to people that do crappy Mm -hmm. things, but it really makes it again, more peace in your heart. But I do want to say that thing. I have gotten inspired by many people to change myself because I was like, that will not be me. I'm going to be honest. I'm just saying it. It is the truth. I was like, that is not going to be me. That is not going to be me. That is not going to be my life. And I actually am grateful that I was able to see that and say that, right? So sometimes, I mean, honestly, in the past, I would have been afraid to say that, but it's the truth. And it's not Mm -hmm. judgment towards them. It's not shaming them. It's Mm -mm. in reality. Like Mm -hmm. I decided that I didn't want to feel like crap. I decided I didn't want to look a certain way. I decided that I didn't want to lose my identity, that I didn't want to sit home and complain about being broke all the time and all of this stuff. So I rose up and I did something about it so that that wouldn't be me ever. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's something that, you know, I've talked about with some of my girlfriends is there will be in, you know, instances where there's other women around and later on, and I'll be like, you know, I don't like to talk about people, but it just bothers me when all they do is sit around and complain. Yeah, Like, I don't want to hang out with people that sit around and complain all night. <laughs> and, and that is why we need to be the change. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We need to be the inspiration towards others to want mm-hmm. to change, right? To mm-hmm. work absolutely. The so that's how I will then see it because as long as we show up and are doing these things, hopefully others will see us doing that and want that because it's very attractive, right? Like I was mm-hmm. always really attracted to women that were confident, that were taking care of themselves, that had that energy, you know, those good vibes and all of that. So I just decided... Yeah, I'm going to be like that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's where all this awesomeness has arisen from. And then, of course, a decision and taking action. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, because for you, it took you a while to reach out to me. And I remember you were finally like, all right. I think you said somebody had mentioned my name at a Girl Scout meeting or something. And you're like, all right, I'm taking Mm -hmm. this as a sign to reach out to you. But then even then you were like, nope, I can't do it right now. And Sarah's one of the ones that I called out. (laughs) And I was like, no, you are doing this because honestly, I saw something in you and I knew what was going to happen when you did. So for those that are listening, if you have reached out to me and I have done this to you, there is a reason. (laughs) Sarah (laughs) did it. Like she was like, all right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I guess I will. Yeah. So what made you finally be like, I need to reach out to her? Well, I guess for me, you know, like I said, it was just my whole life just basically feeling this sort of way. And I had my youngest. And after I had my youngest, we had gotten married. We bought our house. We moved into our house. And then we had my youngest. So it was like all this crazy shit in like, you know, six months. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, obviously, there's just all these emotions. And looking back on it, 
there's no doubt in my mind that I was depressed. Maybe I just didn't know. Maybe I was in denial. I don't know. But looking back on it, that's definitely what the issue was. You know, I was overweight for my body and I was sleeping on the couch. Like my husband and I didn't sleep in the same bed for like a year. So, I mean, obviously, what do you think that does to your marriage? So we were growing apart and we've got this newborn and, you know, these other kids. And so obviously it was like shit was hitting the fan. And I'm like, there's got to be something. There just has to be something like it cannot be this fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it can't be this hard. There's women out there that are like doing this. They've got three kids. They have a business and a husband and they're like, traveling and they're doing these things like what am I missing is there something that I'm like not catching on to so I don't know I just started like slowly doing things for myself you know get up a little bit earlier maybe do a little bit yoga you know like start off like real slow and then I would just see all the stuff that you were doing and I'm like yeah so then I was just like all right let's let's do this honestly I don't know what that like last cake was I guess it was just My dad used to say to me that the universe, if you will not make a decision, it'll make a decision for you. And I guess I was so back and forth about doing this. Was I going to do it? Was I not going to do it? That it was just like, you're doing this. And it was just my hands were like, okay, let's do this. Almost. I don't even really kind of know what it it really was. It was just kind of like, yes. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing, you know, everything that you shared. Interestingly, I literally just did a post today and said how what I do, what we do is so much more than fitness and nutrition and even being Mm -hmm. in our incredible freaking community, but that literally we have saved marriages. And the fact that you said Mm -hmm. that just gave Mm -hmm. me massive goosebumps because I didn't even know that. I had no idea. Oh, it's so true. Like, I mean, it was really bad. My husband, like even when I was pregnant still, I mean, there were so many changes going on and we did struggle with him, like having an issue with looking at porn. And like, for me, that is like a deal breaker for me almost. Like that's just not something that I'm okay with on like so many levels. I could go off on like a tangent for hours about that. So it was just like that compounded in it. And then of course, being like nine months pregnant and having all those feelings of, you know, being gigantic and, you know, everything else. So it was just like all these things. And for a long time, I would always be like, oh no, our marriage is like totally okay. And now I'm like, if we're having a tough day, I share it like in the group now. And it just makes me feel better sometimes just to do that. And then I can go to my husband because I like reflect on it and be like, okay, which piece of this is mine? What can I own? And then sometimes it doesn't make it like better. You know, sometimes we're still upset at each other, but most of the time it's better because we're talking about it and I'm able to say how I'm feeling and, you know, it helps him. And I think it just boils down to two people that just want to be together. Yeah, You know, that beyond all, All the shit that happens with kids and your house and whatever and this and this and this. It's like it's two people that want to be together. And I lost both of my grandparents last year, six months apart, and they were married 62 years. And just like their love. And then like when my grandfather passed, I was with my grandma that night that he passed at home. And just sitting there with her, like, I've never seen anybody's heart 
so broken. And then to look at her and see myself, you know, like, oh my God, like it's not that long really in the grand scheme of things until that's me sitting with my granddaughter. And, you know, that just kind of puts this perspective on, you know, oh, he didn't take the garbage out or he was kind of an asshole this morning before work, you know, so fuck him. I'm not going to text him. You know, it's like, no, that stuff is so lame and stupid and it's not good for anybody. So marriage is hard though. And I feel like people don't say that and they should. Even if you're married to somebody that you totally, totally love, like I love my husband. I love hanging out with him. He is seriously my best friend, but some days he pisses me off, (laughs) you know, and I know I piss him off. We're still humans and some days it is hard. And I think, I mean, it's the same way with motherhood. Like people are like, oh, you know, it's uh, everything is so wonderful. Like, no, people just need to be real about everything, I think. Yeah, like, I totally agree. <laughs> you know, I, would, I think everybody would feel a lot better if we were just open about it, because then you wouldn't have these stigmas of like, oh, she's so perfect. She's such a perfect mom. But, you know, on the inside, she's like crumbling because she hasn't had a night out in four years. Yeah. If people were honest, then, you know, I think everybody would feel a little better. Yeah. And I am all about authenticity and sharing this stuff so that others can hear it, but then also learn how to work through it and do something about it just like you have done. Right. So Mm -hmm. instead of just living like that, actually doing something to make a change. So You've shared about your marriage, which is so cool. By the way, I do want to talk about really quick a book that I'm loving that I was telling Sarah about. Well, I listened to it on Audible and it's called Keys to the Kingdom. I highly, highly suggest that just to understand men. It's very, very eye opening. I really feel like every woman needs to either listen or read that book. So definitely get that. How else do you feel your life has changed? Because I'm pretty sure, I think, let me know that you came to me because you wanted to get healthier. You wanted to start eating better. You wanted to start exercising, but there's way more that has happened for you. Again, I've seen her completely transform in so many ways. So is that how you're feeling that went down? Yeah. I mean, I've been vegan for almost six years. So, you know, I ate like healthier, but, you know, I still ate like shit. And (laughs) like, I was like all about the vegan processed food. And, you know, if there were vegan cupcakes, I did not say no to those. You know, but I'm like, oh, it's vegan. So I'm good. Like, it's totally fine. No, it's not okay. And, you know, like I didn't exercise because I was skinny. You know, I was a little overweight, like after I had my third kid, but I've never had a weight issue when I was a kid. So I think that was part of like the reason why I was like, oh, I don't need to sign up with you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm good. Like, I'm not overweight. I'm fine. You know, and like not even thinking that obviously I could be making better food choices and obviously just taking better care of myself. So, you know, once I started doing that, I mean, for me, exercise is such a piece of my life now. Like every single day I wake up, that's the first thing I do. Like, and I look forward to it, not only because it's my time, but because it just makes me feel so good. And I know how good I look. And that has given me so much confidence. Like I had no confidence when I was a kid. My mom likes to tell this story of when I was a kid, which it's funny because we were at McDonald's (laughs) and I was like five 
and I wanted more French fries. And my mom was like, well, if you want French fries, then you have to go up there and order them yourself. And I refused to do it because I was so afraid to talk to a stranger. Like I couldn't do it. And I was like that my entire life. I couldn't talk to anybody without getting nervous. Like anybody, like it would just be insane. Like, why am I getting nervous talking to this person right now? Like it would just be so stupid. But because I felt like what I had to say was stupid and not valid. And why would anybody care what I have to say? Because I'm just a mom and my opinion is lame. So I, you know, I used to think that I used to think that whatever I had to offer was, you know, the last point, everybody else could talk first, and then I could make my point. And Mm -hmm. since it was last, they would probably forget about it. You know, like, I never shared. And now it's like, no, I'm gonna make my opinion known. And that's okay. And it's made me like a better friend to my best friend. It's amazing. I see myself in her because her daughter is only a year and a half old. So I see, you know, she's going through a lot of the same things that I went through, like in my marriage. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to help her because if I would have had somebody during that time, it would have been so amazing. Just like she will just come here and bring her two kids and like we'll swim and we'll hang out. And when she leaves, she'll say thank you to me. And it feels so good just like having her in my home. Like, you're welcome, but I didn't really do anything. But you're totally welcome because really she is that grateful for it. And I'm so glad that I'm in a place that I can even just sit there and listen to her and know that maybe at a time I don't have to fix it. And that's a big thing that I've had to learn is, you know, how to not fix it, especially, you know, with my husband he's having a shitty day at work or he's having an issue with his family or whatever, it's helped me to learn that maybe that I don't need to fix this. This is not mine to fix, but just to listen and be there, which has helped in my relationships too. So that's been great. Yeah. So really quick with your friend, I mean, the ripple effect is real when you start to Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, when you start to grow, like Mm -hmm. I said earlier, that rubs off on others and your energy. And I mean, Sarah's showing that it has even with her friends. So that's big. And you have a business, right? You started a podcast. I feel mm-hmm. like abundance is real with you. It's been just really cool to see because again, it's hard to explain all the things that come about in yourself when you make a decision to change, but more Sarah has shown up. She shows mm-hmm. up. Honestly, I don't even know how many months it's been because these months have just been flying by, but she's the one that yeah. I know is going to show up in our amazing community and our tribe and Yeah, she shows up and she is there for others and she shares her day and she shares what she's learning and her growth and everything else. And amazing things happen. Yeah, when you do the work on yourself, but when you show up for yourself and for others is really, really powerful, really magical. So, and I I think I just want to say I thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's really insane to think about. Like, I think it's only been like since maybe October. And it's just insane to think about how much I have changed since then. And I don't even feel like it's a change so much as grown into myself. I was just talking to a friend of mine who is a tarot reader, and we were sort of kind of discussing all of this. And I told her, I said, lately, I've been having a lot of -of out-of-body experiences. Like, I will be sitting there and having these moments with my family and 
I will just kind of see outside of myself in these moments and just be like, yes, this is my life. It's so cool to see that it's just like, this all makes perfect sense. These are the things I'm supposed to be doing. You know, these are the people that I'm spending time with and surrounding myself around and having other women in my life. Like, why did I not do that so long ago? Like, why did I think everybody was a bitch? Like, you know, like I used to think that everybody was just a big bitch and they all hated me and we had nothing in common. And I hung out with dudes and that was it. And, you know, like, it's just insane. The things that I used to think I look back on it now. And I, and I want to say something about that. You know, that would happen to me. And I hear that a lot from other women. A lot of times it is our own insecurity and we don't even realize it. A lot of times it is. Other times, yes. I mean, let's be real. There are people out there, but then we know that it's their insecurity. So just understanding how this all works. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you, having a tribe of women that have your back, that support the fuck out of you, that Mm -hmm. love you, that want to see you succeed, that want to see you feel amazing and look amazing and do amazing things. Like there is nothing like that. And that's why I say I get women all the time. They're like, I'm good. I'm doing this thing on my own. And I'm like, girlfriend, you are missing out on so much. I can't even Mm -hmm. explain it. So that is why I wanted to have Sarah come on and share that because I feel like sometimes you need to hear it from someone else. I mean, I definitely would have quit this like so long ago. Like some days it's still like blows my mind. Like I'm almost done. Tomorrow will be the last day of phase one of 80 day obsession. The second time I'm doing this. And like, I can't even believe that I finished this like once already. And that like, I'm this far doing it again. But I went and I tried to do something else. And I legitimately missed it. Like I missed the way I felt and looked and that time to myself and having a daughter really it's helped me learn how to raise her because I didn't have a very good relationship with my mom. So it was hard for me to kind of like figure out how to be a mom to her. But this has really helped me because I don't want her to grow up and put all these people in front of her like She's seven. So some days she's a little mouthy. I'm not going to lie. I love her. And she is going to change the fucking world. Like she has so much in her, just this fire and this passion. But some days when I ask her to brush her teeth, I would appreciate her doing it without. <laughs> without <some> sass. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we just hold the sass back? Cause you need to brush your teeth. I get it, but come on. I try to remember and she's a lot like your mother and I try to remember that too is that we're two very strong minded women and you know we're the only women in the house there's three other boys and sometimes we go at it but I know she's gonna be amazing and for some reason somewhere I am meant to be her mama so That's what I'm going to fucking do. Whatever I got to do to make her awesome and help her rise up and do what she's got to do. I mean, I feel the way about my other two. My oldest, just he makes me so proud. He's smart and he just achieves everything he puts his mind to. But there's just something about my girl. She's amazing. Yeah, I'm feeling that way with Aria, with my girl too. But again, just when we grow as mothers, when we grow as women, as women, actually, it's more about us growing as women. And like Sarah Mm -hmm. said, 
what did you say? You've grown into yourself exactly that, like how much better we are being a mother, how much better we are in our relationships with our partner or with anyone else around us. So that is just a huge part of all of this. So thank you for sharing this. I really love what you said that I've grown into myself. That gave me just massive goosebumps because like we started saying in the beginning, so many women lose themselves. They don't even know who they are. I didn't for such a long time. And to get to that place, just like she said, it really is like an out of body experience. Cause you're like, holy shit, I am here. <laughs> like, boom. You and know. you know, I think it's important too, for like my son, my oldest, who is 14, he starts high school in the fall. And so dating is something that's going to be happening very, very quickly for him. And thinking about that, I want him to not only respect women and, you know, treat them well, which there's no doubt in my mind that he will, but to find a woman that stands on her own, not some woman that wants to depend on him, somebody that has their own ideas and goals and thoughts and plans and desires and their own everything. And somebody who, I mean, he's really fucking smart. He needs somebody who challenges him intellectually. Like that's what he's going to need. And he's going to need, you know, a special girl to do something like that. And he needs to step up his own game to be able to deserve a girl like that, first of all, but to go for someone like that, to know that he can deserve that and go for that and things like that. I want him to realize that that's the kind of woman that he wants, you know, someone who's strong and, and independent. And so, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So if we could just end this with maybe a quick, like one liner or two liner or whatever of just how this has all affected you, what it's done for your life. I know we've kind of said some things already, but if you've got something quick to just blurt out. Oh, well, for me, this has just completely changed my life. It's everything. It's the beginning of a completely new, not even chapter, just a whole new book for me. Like this is me. This is just me becoming me. And I'm just grateful trying to get through it without tears. Almost made it all the way through, but I am. I mean, I'm just, just every day. Just very grateful. I'm so grateful to have you with us too. (laughs) Like you have no idea. You guys changed my life and every single day, every single day, I'm like, these women are just massive reason why. So I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that you listened to me and you didn't get mad at me and you didn't say screw her and she's a bitch and all of this stuff. And instead we're like, "Hmm, maybe (laughs) maybe she wants to really help me change my life. So I'm so grateful for that. And freaking almost nine months later, you're still with me or what? of my rider dies and I, you will be with me until the very, very. And you know, I think that is the biggest thing with the group is being a mom. You feel like you have to take everything on, but with the group, you don't have to carry everything on your shoulders for just that little bit of time. And it's just the biggest relief to just have that little bit to just ease the load a little bit in life, you know? And It's everything. Even if, you know, the days that I don't get in there, even if it's in there for like a second, just a quick scroll through and read everybody's stuff, even just that little quick thing, it just makes a difference because you're like, damn, look at they're doing it too. Yeah. So it's very cool. It's very cool. Thank you for saying that because it is, it's going in there and a reminder of what you're doing for yourself and yeah, seeing others doing it too. And Yeah, that's really cool. I really love that you said that. What a good point to make about all of it. I'm going to start seeing it differently now that you just said that. So I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Well, 
Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for, you know, sharing all of this stuff that you have. And again, so proud of you and so grateful for you. And oh, my heart is so full. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.